Hello, Hanyaks. Welcome back to another sports edition of the Rainbow Viking Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. If there's a big echo, it's because I am in a basically empty room uh, with my friends. They are moving, and there is just this literal uh, dresser that's left. Wow, this room is way louder with no with the bed gone. So we'll just see how this goes. But <clears throat> it was a wild weekend. I feel like I get to say that every weekend, but it's because I think overall in the NFL this we- this year has been weird, and in college football, it's been there's been a lot more of a carousel, uh, particularly in the not so much not as much in the Big Ten, but the Big Ten, the SEC, and the Big Twelve are all just being real carousels. Basically, everyone's beating everybody, and it's weird. But before we dive into all the sports nonsense, let's. Uh, do some house cleaning. I hate that term. I'm going to stop saying that. Let's just uh, talk about some announcements, I guess. Flamin' Hot Fiesta was last Friday. It is live. YouTube Rumble. Uh, you can check Facebook and Instagram for posts. Uh, link in the bio on Instagram will take you straight to the video. But I uh, got a good amount of views, good amount of traction. Shout out to all of you who have watched it. Um, I was uh, surprised that, you know... Some of the people who did watch it, pleasantly surprised in a good way. I was just, you know, I was like, oh, I didn't even think you knew about it, much less would watch it. And you watched it and you liked it. So thank you to all of you who watched. Much appreciated. And if you haven't watched, quit being a Hanyak. Go check it out and and uh, find out what Flaming Hot Mountain Dew is all about. With that being said, there may be some food challenges around the corner. And maybe, maybe. Here's what happens. I hear about cool, random, unique limited release food like two days after they open it up to to buy and it's a limited release so it's sold out and it's on ebay as you know as you knew from the flaming hot fiesta which not too butthurt because i probably spent on two cans what i would have spent on maybe a pack i don't know if they were selling in six pack singles whatever but you know instead of two or three five dollars i spent like 15 and that you know that's negligible right but this other one went from 45 to 300 so we might but we might just end up making it ourselves it's a, oh my gosh it's something we can make ourselves don't hit your mics boys and girls but there may be some stuff around the corner i might be turning into a food i don't even, i don't like to call it challenge just like a cuz it's not a challenge necessary it's just more to me it's more of a party and trying new things so a uh, food taste testy nope taste tester there we go okay Oh, it's going to be an interesting episode. All right, let's dive into it, starting with college. So notable games or things that happened. Uh, I'll just do general notes. LSU has dumb goalposts, and by that I mean they have the, uh, instead of it goes into a single support, it is dual support, so it's that it looks like an H with the with the middle bar. H with saggy, with a saggy bar, basically. And... Uh, that's all on that. Their goalposts are dumb. We saw Arkansas do a successful fake field goal run, which is rare, to get the first down, only to settle for a field goal that was about 15 yards uh, closer <laughs> uh, the, the very next series. So do with that what you will. But let's just let's walk through this stuff. So... You had Cincinnati, who's still uh, 
45 to 28 against South Florida is good, but they let they should have kept South Florida to like under 20. Really, if they could have kept him under 20, it would have been more likely. Uh, in an upset news, OU upset by Baylor, lost 14-27. to 27. Their QB carousel continues. You saw Spencer Rattler come back in. Nobody knows what's going on. It's a hot mess over uh, at Oklahoma. And we're just uh, we're, we're hoping for the best. So uh, the Big 12 is busted wide open. Their playoff hopes are probably dashed unless some crazy stuff happens in the next five weeks, which is totally possible. But... Yeah, sadly, I think uh, Cincinnati. I think they're going to be edged out. They'll be maybe they'll be maybe top six, but they're not going to get into the playoff unless they just win like seventy to three in their next five games. But I I'd say they have more right to it than Oregon does. That and I still hold to that. Uh, OU, same thing. They they might stay. Ooh, they might drop out of the top ten because it was eight and thirteen. Because oh yeah, figured out the confusion. The college football ranking. The, com- the official playoff rankings that are going- now going to be released weekly are on Tuesday evening at like se- 6 or 7 o'clock. So that really does not jive well with my schedule. So maybe I'll just do little clips. I'll release little Instagram and Facebook clips of talking about it. I don't know. Um, or I might just cover it the next week. Well, there's no- I don't know what to do. I could delay it and do a noon release uh, and just talk about that. Maybe I'll just do double episode and just talk about that on Wednesdays. We'll see. I'm pretty annoyed by it. I wish they would do it Monday night because then I could talk about it and talk about the new rankings. And so now, right now I can only speculate because I guess I'm just going to ignore the AP Top 25 because that doesn't matter anymore. It's totally irrelevant. But in good news, uh, OSU might have a shot at the college football playoff. That they trounced TCU 63-17. They are putting it together. Their defense is gnarly. I think it's the second-ranked defense behind Georgia in the nation, which is Oklahoma State? What? Yeah. So I am really, really, really pulling for that. And their offense is really starting to click. And that was the big kicker because before their defense, yeah, was, was hot and stout. But their offense is really starting to click. And really, their offense isn't like anything spectacular. It's their defense that is so good that then allows their, takes all the pressure off the offense and they can function uh, just fine. So 63 to 17, though, I think they're going to make a strong case to, to at least end up in the top five or six if, they, if they're able to win out and really build on this momentum. We'll see, though, because I don't know, just prep for disappointment always. You know how it goes. No news with Georgia uh, or Alabama, which, well, I will say this about Georgia, or this about Alabama. They get New Mexico State in the middle of the season. Tune-up game mid-season. All right, 59-3. to And so that bumps them up, apparently. I don't know. But uh, Oregon, they beat Washington State 38-24, to but it wasn't a... I mean, that's kind of close. That's kind of close. I really don't want them in the college football playoff. Or maybe I do this year to prove that they did not belong and so they won't make this mistake next year. But we'll see. I mean, at this point of listening to this episode, you know what happened with the rankings this week. So you know more than me. Unless I just interject and do a time skip for this episode, which is possible. Ohio State, uh, Purdue could not keep up their upset game. And, I mean, two weeks in a row, two top five teams, that's a tall order. 
59 to 31, but Purdue still, I mean, they still were able to put up some points and that was in the second and third quarter. So it wasn't like total garbage time, but OSU scored, shoot, 45 points in the first half. So yeah, it was over before it, before halftime, really. Michigan and Penn State was a nice little barn burner. Michigan, though, able to win a close one, so maybe they can climb back into some rankings. Michigan State, after their fall from grace, uh, handled business against Maryland. No, nothing there. Uh, the SEC parody continues. A&M and Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss now beats A&M. And so 29 to 19. So this carousel, nobody knows what's going on with the SEC. They're just all just square dancing, swing your partner. And then they're like, all right, I'll go be ranked and I'll, I'll be ranked 11. You, you drop in the mid teens. And then, oh, I'm going to get into the top 10. Wake Forest continues their basketball game uh, method, taking down NC State, who is ranked 16th, 45 to 42. Oh, they'll be at a low scoring basketball game. I think that, I think they're right on the line at that point. Any less and, They'd been in the 30s, wouldn't have been a basketball game, but you're still mid-40s. So the Demon Deacons, that's their method. And then here you, know, here you go, unranked Mississippi State, who I assume has a new kicker. I hope. I don't know. They'd open tryouts. Have you heard anything about that? Takes down number 17, Auburn, 43-34. to 34. The parody goes on. Wisconsin continues to roll. Good for them. 35-7 over Northwestern. Iowa proves that turns out they're really only mid-tier. They really fall from grace. The ultimate fall from grace is them. 27-22, barely skating by Minnesota. Uh, I mean, they're still going to have a – it's still an amazing season for them, but it just – it sucks to be in that position. And lastly, Arkansas barely skirts past unranked 4-6 and six LSU, 16-13 to in an overtime field goal, and it took everything they had in them. They are ranked – However, uh, for now, we'll see. I don't need to talk too much trash. I feel like, Aaron, I feel like I talk too much trash. But maybe not. We'll see. So, that was this last week. What do we have to look forward to? This week, let's find out. All right, Upset Central, here we go. Iowa State, OU. OU's only a four-point favorite, and rightly so, because who's going to be quarterback? Who, who, who is quarterback? The owl says, who, 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 who is quarterback? Oklahoma State goes down to Tech, who, I don't know, they're unranked, so I don't, I don't know how they did, but I know Tech is six and four. They're decent, so no, no easy game, but OSU is hot. Hopefully they don't get overconfident. And then Georgia, tune-up game, Charleston Southern. These SEC teams, like, they always just get their their tune-up games, like, one late in the year. All right, now here's the big-time ticket. Ohio State, Michigan State at 11 a.m. That's a big one. Ohio State is still a 19-point favorite, which, I mean, they've been blowing people out of the water. But this is, they, they haven't played a ton of people. That's what I would not meaning they haven't played a lot of games. I'm saying a lot of club, a lot of tough teams. So we'll see how that goes. But Wake Forest and Clemson, okay, Clemson, who is still seven and three, albeit they're unranked. They are actually the favorite here, just off of hype, I guess. So the Demon Deacons, I, I'm going to give it to the Demon Deacons if, and that's a big if, they can score 50 points. They can score at least 50. They win. Over-under is 56. It should be 96. Goodness. 
Other notable games we have coming up. Arkansas, okay, here's your true test. Arkansas gets Bama. And they're probably going to get trounced. Uh, Alabama's a 20.5-point favorite, but who knows in the SEC, it might be close. LSU played Bama close, but that is their rivalry game, and so that's kind of like their bedlam or their OU Texas, but you never know. I think that this will be a true test for Arkansas. Really, the question is, can you keep up? Can you keep it close? Can you compete? Not necessarily trying to win, but you don't want them to cover that 20.5-point spread that's the line. And so you, you know, you'd like it to be maybe a 10-point spread, one touchdown and a f- touchdown and a field goal. That's reasonable. So, yeah, we'll see. And also Alabama is playing a real team in that, you know. But, ooh, Cincinnati, they'll have a test. They'll, they'll, someone with a winning record, SMU, old uh, Tanner Mordecai, I think he's there. Former OU quarterback. There's a lot of former OU quarterbacks, but that's what happens when you become QBU and you get all the five stars. You know, not everyone pans out because it's all it's all these five stars looking around each other like, oh, there can only be one of us. <laughs> we all can't play nice. But other than that, I mean, Baylor's got K State, so really, OU fans, you really want Baylor to keep winning because that'll only bode well for you. Oregon is going to play Utah, who is ranked in 7-3. and three. Hopefully Utah can win. They are a three-point favorite, and this proves my point. The betting lines have Utah as a three-point favorite, and that just goes to show that Oregon, we can put them in the top ten. I don't care, but the, the playoff, if it started today, this is ridiculous. Let's calm down, folks. This is absolutely and totally ridiculous. But that's this week coming up. So big games, you know, are Michigan State, Ohio State. Be sure to tune into that. Alabama, Arkansas, maybe. I don't know. It just depends on how how your feelings are towards that on the 230 slate. Man, it's kind of a lighter, lighter week. I'm sure there's some other good games. And then the on the 630 slate, Oregon and Utah, be watching out. Now in two weeks, we got some game. We got some bedlam. We got some. It's going to be lit, lit. But, all right, that does it for college football. Make sure to send in your minute of fire uh, for your team or uh, firing back at me. Well, the minute of fire either in in uh, support of your team or ranting and raving about something that upsets your team. Don't forget to do that. But we're going to shift gears to the NFL. Let's see how I did on pigskin pick If college football was a weird week, NFL was a schizophrenic week. Because here we go. Kicking it off with the Ravens. What are the what what are the Dolphins doing? I don't know if what is this question? What are the Ravens doing or what are the Dolphins doing? Or what are both of them doing? Because I don't understand. 22 to 10. First of all, weird score. Thursday night football. Dolphins take down the Ravens in surprising fashion. I'm annoyed with the Ravens because they one week they look like Super Bowl contender. The next week they lose to the Dolphins by 12. Doesn't make any sense. I think I I'm going to purely speculate, as that's all I ever do anyways, that it has to do with it has to do with uh, scheme and personnel. So I think I think certain schemes are going to play are uh, go against the Ravens and take down that offense better than others. So depending on what your per- defensive personnel and scheme is, I think certain certain defensive systems really, really uh, can shut down the Ravens, which it's not necessarily what you want to be. And I mean, maybe that's just true to form in every sense of the word, but especially with the Ravens. Like if you run, and 
I'm not going to pretend to know what the Dolphins run because nobody knows. It's a porpoise, all right? And they, but depending on what they run, they must run that scheme just right. That or the Ravens are just wildly inconsistent. So I don't know. Take your pick. But I obviously got that. We'll walk through the picks and pick them. Obviously got that pick wrong. Everybody got that pick wrong. Uh, then my spite pick, I was hoping the Atlanta Falcons were going to have another sling fest and the Dallas Cowboys just got more hype only. They just, they just up, they stepped up from the 30 foot cliff to the 50 foot cliff, uh, because get ready folks. Disappointment is coming. If you're on that, if you're Dallas Cowboys fan base, disappointment is coming. First round to exit. Can you say, yep. Um, they're probably going to win the NFC East at this point, but I mean we're only nine we're we're only nine weeks in, so there's still a chance that they just fall from grace. Now they won forty three to three. All right, they looked like gods out there, but let's let's keep it real. This is Atlanta, who is a deceptively bad team because they're only four and five, but they should be over. That's how bad they are. So do with that what you will. I, I took the underdog there, and you know, because there's going to be that week where Dallas is just trashed by some team. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it's the Dolphins. I need to watch out for when they play the Dolphins because, uh, and it's, that's the week that I will rue picking the Cowboys. I can pick the Cowboys and be right, and that's fine, but if I pick the Cowboys and I'm wrong, I feel like I've just disrespected my entire, like, I've dis, I, I have disrespected the system as a Philly fan. So we'll continue though. Uh, Saints Titans had a nice little barn burner. Trevor Simeon can actually kind of play. It's kind of crazy. A note from this, the Titans, they ran a play from like to 12 and you know how sometimes on the goal line, you'll, they'll, they'll, the end man on the line is a lineman and they'll sneak him out and do a little, you know, sneak him out in the flats and he'll do a little, you know, quick little pass, two yard pass or whatever. And, you know, Lyman scores a touchdown. It's a big deal. Well, the Titans did that from the 12, and this man ran a corner route. <laughs> All of a sudden, well, he throws a pick. Tannehill throws it to the back corner, throws a pick, and then as you're watching, I go, hold on, that's a big boy, and that is number 62. <laughs> like Bobby Boucher out there, 62, 62. There you are. And, yeah, he full-on ran like a 15-yard corner route, and I was like, oh, I think this is maybe... <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, I think those routes, linemen catching the passes are for the five yards or less. But, uh, once you get outside the 10, that's, it's pretty questionable that he, cause there was two other receivers in that area. So maybe he went rogue and was like, I'm just going to go out for a pass and maybe they designed it. But the Titans, I did pick that right. Thank goodness. Barely though. Because now they they lost Derrick Henry, obviously, so there goes their season. Then they lost Julio, so there goes any chance of um, at least pretending to be competitive. Uh, Not really, though, because their defense is stout. But the Saints are in the same boat. They're dealing with Trevor Simeon to lead them to the the promised land. Yeah, right. Uh, The Colts have a nice little battle with the Jags, who are getting a little bit more competitive, I guess. The Jags are finally getting decent, so watch out for the Jags. Maybe if the Jags play the Cowboys, that's my underdog pick. Uh... So the Colts won 23-17, but Carson Wentz only scored me 8.9 fantasy points, helping me to get trounced. Now, it was just a bad week all around for me. I had one, I had two people scored double digits. Nobody else did. Tyreek Hill and Dalvin Cook got me double digits. Nobody else did. Not even on my bench. It was a horrible week, so I lost by 48 points. 
And but Carson didn't help. If you scored twenty four points, and I looked, I didn't look at the stat line, but I was like, man, you won twenty three seventeen. That means it was a run game stuff, and I think there was some there was a pick or something. I don't remember, but Jacksonville tried to come back late. Uh, that's the thing. It was twenty to nine or twenty three to nine, and Jacksonville came back late and got it up to seventeen to make it look like it was really really tight, but it really wasn't quite that tight. It was still close though, but. Uh, good, good on Jacksonville. I guess we've moved on from the butt probing of Urban Meyer. Then the Cleveland Browns still, still like, like someone who, who's who's been burned a few times in some relationships. There's still those those emotional scars. The Browns have that with the fact that they are the Browns, right? You are still the Browns organization, and it is going to take a lot of work and a lot of, you know, metaphorical therapy to really get you to be consistently good. And here come the calls, though. Oh, it, I saw it. I saw it this morning, or that this for you would be yesterday morning. Baker Mayfield done at the Browns? Is he done? He's not playing good. I saw a bunch of clips of him getting hit, absolutely hit. And I would say, well, if any quarterback finds themselves in that situation, then yes, you could say they're done because they're getting chopped to shreds. They are barbecue chickened, all right? They're shredded chicken, actually, at that point. But the Patriots, really the bigger story in all of this? Because you just excuse it by saying, look, it's still the Browns. And also their whole, their running back, their two-headed running back is really beaten up and hurt. So, and that was, that's really what opens up everything else. They're not a pass first team the Patriots though Bill Belichick stays true to form and takes them down 45 to 7 uh so folks I'm just saying and Mac Jones had some passes uh watch out Bill Belichick saying oh yeah you know football doesn't start the season doesn't really start till November here we go they're six and four in the hunt I don't know how it looks in their division but I'm just gonna say watch out that team is going to sneak up on some people wild card and then maybe win win one two games in the playoff scary the browns however on the opposite end of that they might be falling apart at the seams the bills get back to form and trounce the jets oh by the way i picked the browns mistakenly forgot it i forgot we were midway through november so the patriots are going to kick it into gear won't make that mistake again bills Come back against the Jets. Come back against the Jets. They come back to form against the Jets. 45-17. to They're back on track. And then in the worst game of the season, and in a pigskin pick'em game that resulted in a push, meaning I was not right and I was not wrong. Everybody was right. The Detroit Lions and the Pittsburgh Steelers tied with the sloppiest, messiest game I have potentially ever seen. And also with the worst field goal attempt I have ever seen in in the pros. Because this guy, Santoso or something like that, comes in for the Lions. And he just got picked up this week. His last professional kick was in 2018. His long was 35 yards. Before that, his long was was in college in 2014. It was like 51 yards. And they were kicking from about closer to 51 than 35. Maybe it's 48-yarder. And he, boop, like, it looks like someone who 
just a regular person who can kind of kick a field goal is attempting a, a, that long of a field. And like I looked at that and I said, that's probably what it would look like if I was attempting a 48-yard field goal. Now, I am maybe a little overconfident in my kicking ability. However, that I, I still think that's about what I, it was short. It was low. I mean, it almost got blocked, not because people broke through, because it was that low. So, I mean, the Lions are in some hurt. And so, I remember the commentator saying, oh, you know, the Lions deserve this. They, they deserve a break. They've been, they've, you know, they're 0-8, but they, it's, it's been so many close games where it just didn't go their way. But then when you watched how they performed, they didn't deserve, they deserved the tie. They deserved every bit of that tie. And did, in no way, shape, or form did they play in a such a way where you feel like they deserve to get a break and get a win that game. Uh, if you want to go back and see some of the worst football you've ever seen or see some great bloopers that I'm sure will be featured on NFL bloopers uh, in the future, just go watch this game because there are there is a ton. I can't even remember right now at this time, but it was... I mean, there was... I, I only watched like the last five minutes of the fourth quarter and into overtime, and that was enough for me to go, this game is the worst game I've ever seen. That's how bad it was. But it was a horrible game. And back to... Well, back to the NFL nonsense. The Bucks lose to Washington. I kind of reviewed that a little bit. One pick Tom threw was not his fault. It was kind of a fluke. The other one, totally his fault. And Washington performed a little bit. I guess the extra rest on the bye. But now they're back on a regular schedule. And they'll probably get back to losing. So, got that pick wrong. And, of course... Uh, this one, this one probably pissed me off the most because I've got some real hot, hot thoughts about this. I'm a minute of fire about this, okay? Carolina Panthers destroyed the Arizona Cardinals. All right, two things. The Cardinals are without Kyler Murray, so they are relying on Colt McCoy. The Panthers got back Cam Newton, and the signing of Cam Newton made it look like he is back and could they could make a playoff run. He's going to be playing great. I don't buy it. I think uh, good for him to be back, but what I saw was they ran the Cam Newton offense again and if we remember what happened last time, it, they were great for a year, made it to the Super Bowl, flopped. He had an MVP type year. And then guess what? Everyone started figuring figuring it out and they were they they weren't weren't multi-dimensional enough or good enough at at, at just do we're gonna play our game and try and stop us, and so they won thirty four to ten. And of course, there's that video of Cam taking off his helmet. I'm back. I'm back. You're back for now, kind of. I think. I mean, anyone can come back and have a great game, right? So he's feeling it. He's gonna keep feeling it. Maybe, maybe, maybe this will fix it. I mean, I think he's a better option than Sam Darnold. Which, gosh, what does that say about Sam Darnold? But. I don't buy it. Do you buy it? Do you think the, the Panthers are all of a sudden going to be great again? Um, I mean, I think they might be better, but I think they might. They got this win. They're going to feel great. They beat arguably, you know, they beat a Super Bowl contender in the Cardinals. But I think when push comes to shove, I'm, talk to me again in three or four weeks when, you know, it's he's not going to be playing super great. I think it was the magic of, Oh, you had this, you know, you had him come back. Everyone's pumped up. It really boosted morale, but I don't buy it personally. 
Uh, well, let's continue in the disappointment. I obviously picked the Cardinals on that one, by the way, if I didn't say that. Let's continue in disappointment. I picked the Chargers over the Vikings, which was kind of a wash to me, but I figured the Chargers could pull it off. The Vikings beat them 27-20, whatever. Here's the one that stings. What are the Eagles doing? I picked the Broncos because they've been playing well. 76% of you agreed. The Eagles beat them 30-13. to And when I watched the highlights, because it wasn't on, in my area, what did I see? I saw Jalen Hurts make an incredible deep ball pass to Devontae Smith for a touchdown. I saw him I saw him step into a throw in the face of a defender who didn't knock him down because he was still a step away. He was one step too far to really like hit him as he throws, but still step into it, look like a true quarterback in the pocket. Uh but really, and then I saw the funniest scoop and score from Darius Slay. Go look it up. I'll see if I can link it to it in the description. But I don't even know if you can call it a scoop and score because he scooped, he pooped, he scooped, he he zigged and he zagged, and then turns out the Broncos don't know how to do any type of coverage. Like it literally is like, oh yeah, it's one of these, you know, where they the cornerback or whoever the defender, the defensive player who gets the ball does now run. He's like, all right, I'm gonna like reverse the field and do this. And it's like, yeah, you maybe get into five extra yards if you just ran thirty yards laterally to do that. And no, it, he actually went and scored, and it was actually pretty incredible. So uh, I think, and then there was a bad fourth and one. There was a blocked field goal. So. A lot more on the defensive end, especially when you look at Jalen, because here's the key, right? People are probably going to be singing Jalen Hurts' praises. I, As you know, I am not. Uh, I don't want him to be good enough to justify him getting a big contract because we're just going to wallow in mediocrity. We're going to get mid-level picks for the next three years, and it's going to be miserable. I want to be good (laughs) or horrible so then we can be good. He only threw for like 100-something yards. I think he had 23 attempts. He was like 11 for 23 or something like that, which, by the way, is not a good completion percentage. He he threw two touchdowns, but he still did throw a pick. I didn't see that highlight. But, yeah, so when you really look at it and break down his performance, not amazing, but he did have a couple good moments. But And that's my fear. He can have enough good moments to justify keeping him around when I'd rather him say, you know what, I don't think he's going to quite get there, right? Because guess what? You've had a whole season. You've you've had almost a full season at this point if you go back to last. You've had more, a full off season where you, it wasn't like you were drafted having to get to know everybody. You were already here. Uh, I, people like to give him too much leash. I'm not doing that. All right, and then in nothing news, the Packers beat the Seahawks 17-0. The Seahawks are a dumpster fire. The Chiefs bounce back and trounce the Raiders 41-14. to Surprise, surprise. The Chiefs are still, they, they still have some things to work out. Good bounce back game for them, but they still have a lot to work out because the code has been cracked. So now they have to figure out how to adapt and continue to win. Um, which I, ultimately their biggest thing is as long as they can score fast and a lot and, and big play power, but they need to figure out how they can set themselves up for big play power because they can't just outright do it anymore. Uh, and in another last weird game, Monday night, first of all, Monday night Manning was back and it was incredible. Phil Mickelson is arguably my favorite guest to date, yet period. He was incredible. Pat McAfee tweeted, you know, Phil understands the assignment because he was he was just over here just asking great questions. He called Eli's golf swing cute. It was so good. They had Philip Rivers on and they they wore bolos because Philip Rivers once wore a bolo <laughs> to a post game press conference because it bolo is a tie. So make bolos great again. I'm loving it. I 
I love the option of a bolo. If it's like, oh, you have to wear a tie, you wear a freaking bolo. It's so comfortable. It doesn't choke you. It looks good. You can get it's like a little mini belt buckle uh, um, around your neck, and it's awesome. But the Rams uh, get trounced by the 49ers. The Rams mm, looked weird. Matthew Stafford made some questionable decisions and throws. I just think it was a bad game, but time will tell. We'll see. And this will really prove that maybe there was more than just the Jared Goff problem, that they um, have some chemistry stuff. Obviously, you had Odell, who didn't do anything. You had Vaughn, who didn't do anything. So we'll see how that all pans out. But um, maybe, I don't know, maybe now I can just scapegoat Odell if the Rams end up tanking and being horrible, which I might do just because I can. So, (laughs) But I think that covers all the big news that I had. Let me double-check my notes. Oh, if you haven't looked this up, look it up. Look up Cam Newton crazy quotes because it turns out this man likes to try and sound real smart and he makes up words and he, not butchers, botchers phrases. Botchered is a combination of botch and butcher. He botchers, I'm making up words now. I probably shouldn't do this in this bit. But anyways, he says some stuff that does not make any sense. Like keep moving the pendulum forward. Yeah, think about that one for a second. Go look it up. Go have a great laugh. This man cannot speak, uh, and it's amazing. Or you at least can't use. He <laughs> can't. He can't use not euphemisms. I always do this. You uh, can't do uh, idioms. I think is maybe what it is. Okay. Oh, this is great. Detroit. So this was a fun stat from that trash game. Detroit hadn't won in Pittsburgh since 1955. And guess what? They still didn't win. They tied. Amazing. They missed an extra point. All right. I think that is all my notes. It was a rough week in pigskin pick'em, but let's look ahead at what we have to look forward to. Let's let's see what I have to look forward to. The disappointment. Oh, update you. I got 50 points with the on the on the pick'em, which you want to shoot to get 100 or just over or 90 even. I got 50. So it's a weird year for the NFL. That's what I'm chalking it up to. Let's see what we got next this week. Thursday. Patriots, Falcons. I think I'm going with the Patriots. I swear, Atlanta. I swear if you play well. Oh, is it? I think it's in Atlanta. Dang it. Colts, Bills should be interesting, but the Bills have bounced back, will ultimately win, so the Colts will drop below 500. Rough year. They might be able to pull it out, but I definitely say watch out for them next year, if nothing else. Bears, Ravens. I don't know what to do. We're going to do the, the, the Ravens. I'm, I think they're doing the every other thing. So they lost last week. To a team they should have beat. So they're going to win against the team they should beat. This week against the Bears, I'm going to take the Ravens. Lions, Browns. I mean, based on what I saw last week from the Browns, woof. But they'll still win. I just realized that was a pun if you understand that, like, the Browns are their mascot and part is a dog. And they have the dog pound. So, haha, you're welcome. Browns should win. Texans, I forgot they were a team this year. Uh, and the Titans, the Battle of the T's. Got to be careful how you say that. Uh, Titans should absolutely win that. I want to see Adrian Peterson. I want to see a big run from Adrian Peterson just for old time's sake. Who's with me? Packers, Vikings, little rivalry. Packers will trounce them. 
Uh, Dolphins Jets. Here's your non bye week bye week game of the week. And I'm going to take the Dolphins, but I don't know what's going on with the quarterbacks of the Jets. Because as you know, we got to like the fourth string last week. So there's no telling. I don't even know what's going on with the porpoises down in Miami or the the aeroplanes out of New York. Uh, That's a game to miss, though. Definitely. Saints-Eagles. It's a 59-41 split. Oh, that means I have to pick the Eagles. You think I would be excited. Might get that game. That might be on TV for me. We'll see. What are the other ones? I'll probably get the Browns if I'm really looking. Yeah, probably get the Browns. Yeah, I'll most likely get the Browns. Might get the Eagles, though, just because Jalen Hurts there. Uh, I'm going to pick the Eagles... I don't know what to say. We'll just see what happens. That's all I've got. Minute of fire. Um, it's more like a minute of wet blanket because that's 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 just how I feel at this point. I I don't know. You Jalen Hurts might make a couple, but it really comes down to the, the less he has to pass, the better. The better our defense can play, the better we're off. And just hope that Trevor Simeon plays like Trevor Simeon. I don't know. Washington football team in Carolina, another game that I don't care about and don't want to have to pick because it's they're both confusing. Of course, part of me wants to pick Taylor Heineke because I personally like him, and part of me doesn't want to pick Carolina because I'm not a fan of Cam. I don't know. They had a big. They both had big wins. Washington beat the reigning, the reigning champions though. So based off that. Based off that. But are they going to figure out Cam? They lost Chase Daniels, though. I'm, oh, I've am i got to pick Washington. I'm banking on the fact that now that they ha- someone has a, they have a full week to prepare, knowing that Cam, uh, I'm assuming, is the starter, then they, they will, they have full preparation and film on him. So it's game over. Oh, we'll see. Come on, old Jack from the River and Riverboat Ron. Don't let me down. Don't make me a liar. I'm tired of being made a liar. San Francisco and Jacksonville. Uh, I hate all of these games this week. Just This just in. I hate every single NFL game this week. These matchups suck. Jacksonville. Pardon me wants to pick Jacksonville. San Francisco. San Francisco just had a big win, though. I don't think. Yeah, I think Jacksonville still got too many kinks to be worked out. So, and I think San Francisco really looked good, but there's no telling what's going to happen. Cincinnati and Las Vegas, more confusion, 54%. Um, the Bengals are a slight favorite over the Raiders. I haven't paid attention to either. I think the Bengals had a bye last week. The Raiders got trounced. The Bengals, yeah. I've, I've been a fan of the Bengals, though. I like you know, like Joey Burrow. I got Jamar Chase. I'm a fantasy like him, too. So it's a fun thing going on over there. See them winning again. Oh, Lord have mercy. Please, please let this. Oh, next matchup. Cowboys at Chiefs. I need this. It's at the Chiefs. Arrowhead, it's going to be cold. Those cowgirls can't handle the cold. They're going to lose. I need the Chiefs to win big, but it's probably going to be a shootout. They are still... of folks picked them. So, uh, come on, Chiefs. Let's go. Whoa! 
Tomahawk. Come on, let's do the Tomahawk chop. Who's with me? Yeah, let's let's take down these cowgirls. Mm. So, yeah, Dallas is going to – it's their chance. Kansas City's bounced back. Dallas is riding too high, too close to the sun. They're going to go full Icarus and fall to their death. Uh, well, I hope nobody dies. But metaphorically speaking, fall to their, their, their football death. Big fat loss. I need this to be 57 to 7. It'll probably be 57 to 53 or something stupid. But – that's what we're that's what we're looking for. And that's the that's the afternoon game. Get excited. Get excited. Uh <laughs> more excited for the Cowboys to lose than I am than I am hopeful that the Eagles win. That tells you anything about this year. All right, Cardinals, Seahawks, Battle of the Birds. I guess if they still have Colt McCoy, I don't know what to do. Is Kyler coming back? I haven't looked at the news, not going to. We're <coughs> oh my gosh. We're going with the Cardinals. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's a sign I should pick the Seahawks. The Seahawks, though, are in dire straits. They are struggling. I don't even know what to make of what's going on over there. Cardinals at least have a little bit of semblance of a defense and some weapons, and if Colt McCoy can just get them the ball, they'll be good. So come on, Cliff Kingsbury. Coach them to a victory. Another game I hate, Steelers-Chargers. Both teams are being wildly confusing this year. Uh, 81% have picked the Chargers. I think that's probably closer to accurate based upon the worst game that I possibly have ever seen played last week with Mason Rudolph. I didn't even know Ben Roethlisberger was hurt. Is he still hurt? I don't know. Am I going to check? Absolutely not. They have Mason Rudolph at the helm. They looked horrible. Look, I will give them this slight, slight exception. It was, it was a rainy game. But even then, for how all the bad, wacky stuff that happened... There, the, it was not that much rain. Uh, chargers. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with my Chargers to hopefully my Chargers, the Chargers, the this Chargers team uh, to win with old Sherbert take down take down Rudolph, the red nosed Mason, and then get excited, folks. Monday night. I is Monday night Manny back? I don't know. I'm not gonna check, but I'm going to assume it is. And I'm real excited if it is. I really hope it is. They just they do back and forth. They're off one week, then they're in the next week. I I can't get it straight. I need them to be like, look, these are the weeks, and they probably have posted it, and I just need to look. But I'm hoping for it because we got the New York Giants at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. New York coming off a loss in the bye week. The Bucks coming off a loss to Washington. So they're going through the NFC East gauntlet. Surely they'll bounce back, though. Um, I don't think New York's going to bounce back from that loss to the bye week. It was a rough, rough loss to the bye week. But as always, guess what we have? We got some. We got a minute of fire and a prediction from Connor. So I'm going to play those two back to back. So you'll hear. I'll, I'll figure something fun to put it in. But here we go. Without further ado, let's hear what Connor has to say. A about his Giants in general, and, and this specifically uh, this week. Uh, let's see what this week's prediction is from Connor. Here it is. There you go. Okay. Only new update. Close. Back up a little Only bit. new update. Only new update. Okay, that's too far. Just like right here is perfect. Only new update to my um, recording that I send in every week is that I am sick and tired of the Giants being on TV. I understand that they're going to lose the game, but I don't want to watch it. And if it's on TV, I am going to watch it. 
Connor, thank you for that wonderful prediction. I second that when talking when thinking about the Eagles. I prefer them not to be on TV because I don't want to see that hot garbage fire. And uh, you, not only are they on TV, they are on Monday night, and ideally Monday night Manning. Oh boy, which should be real exciting, but we'll see uh, how it goes. Don't forget, folks, send in your minute of fire, and you can be featured just like Connor. Uh, every week, uh, either wallowing in your despair or um, or hailing in your victory. Either one, depending on who your team is or who you decide to uh, supposedly claim you could be a bandwagoner. But yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I fully think they're going to lose. I fully think it could be ugly, and I fully will watch it. So get excited. But uh, also, just wanted to keep in that little bit. Spoiler, you know, obviously uh, I was there when he recorded it, but it thought it was pretty funny that little bit because <laughs> I was trying to get him to hold hold the phone close enough. And first he was eating my phone, then he was practically sitting across the table from my phone. I was like, just get it kind of close. Come on, man. But yeah, the the Bucks are going to win, and that's who I'm picking along with 97% of everyone else. So that does it, though, for that's this week in NFL and college. I guess I could make a Super Bowl prediction. Um, I think I'd love to see the cards go deep, deep, at least to a conference championship. I think the Bucks will be in the mix. Um, I don't know if the Chiefs will bounce back, though, and really make it. They might make a good playoff showing, but actually looking at all these teams, I don't see why not because, I mean, everyone thinks the Ravens are going to do something, but with every other weak method, you won't win. You won't make it far in the playoffs. And uh, my sleeper is New England. That's my sleeper team. So, But that does it for this sports edition of the Ramley Viking Prop rambling viking podcast thank you so much for joining us as always don't forget to go check out the flaming hot fiesta it is live and be on the lookout for potentially more food weird food challenges in the future food eating tastings i don't know what to call them we need to come up with a cool term but also if you hear of any um, be sure to send them into the show send them my way if there's any that you would like for me to try uh don't forget to send in your minute of fire for the sports episode specifically for or against your team as always, but uh, that does it here. Make sure to like, share, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Supposedly, you can do that on Spotify now. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, any links that I might feel like feel generous about and throwing in the description are down below. If there are no links, you can do your own research. You're a grown adult, I assume. I mean, if you're not, then I apologize for calling you an adult, but uh, you're, you're considered an adult on this show, but that'll do it until next time. Catching that dose of weird. We'll see you.